and we're live hey guys welcome to another edition of trading bitcoin with your host tone vase uh still coming to you from chile uh today is the last day of the conference i uh decided to do a little work sleep in a little bit i'm gonna it's about lunchtime i'm gonna head over there now i think like giacomo and luke dash jr are gonna do um like a lunch q a session so i want to get there for that and um yeah, let's uh, let's just jump right into screen share. Let's uh, take a look at what happened yesterday. I mean, we were out at dinner and we were watching uh, as the market was uh, pretty much crashing a bit on Bitcoin. So uh, couldn't bring you a video last night. Stayed out a little late, but uh, let's see. Let's see what's going on today. Uh, give me one second here. All right. Uh, as usual, start off with the update on the conference. Uh, I mean, I, I'm here at the conference. Once I leave, my next stop is Aruba. I should have time to do a little work with the conference then. Uh, but so far, still 48 tickets left at this price. 0.15 Bitcoin, which just got a lot cheaper than it was a few days ago. Uh, so go ahead and check that out. Uh, there will probably be a few more seats opened for the poker game. Um, around Christmas time, I want to see if I can just get celebs to um, to agree to it um, on the homepage. Workshops. Uh, Aruba is coming up this Sunday. Uh, Phoenix is still open, and uh, well, the big one is in Vegas. All right, uh, those of you interested in the indicator, it's right there. Click on that, and those that want to support my channel. Uh, please click on one of these Amazon links before you do your Amazon shopping or if you're going to sign up for a paid trading view or a VPN, just use these guys and there are others. All right, price. Here's the monthly chart. On a monthly chart, you are in the middle of nowhere. There is absolutely no support on a monthly chart until we get down to just under 3,000 this month and just over 3,000 next month in January. So let's see what happens. Uh, it, it really looks like we are capitulating here with the final low, last bear market, the ultimate low came in in January. Is it possible that the ultimate low is gonna come in in January again? It's possible. I think it's a bit unlikely, but possible. I'm still looking for a low in like, like April or May, uh, not necessarily January, but hey, I missed the low last time. Uh, those of you that remember, those of you that were watching me, um, oh, see, that's the thing. I changed my charts. I moved them away from the daily chart. Uh, but let's just say in the last bear market, here's the weekly chart, right? In the last bear market, the ultimate low was $150. And I was looking for 110. So I was a little more bearish than it actually, than the way it went down. Uh, the ultimate low was about 150 on average across exchanges. And I was uh, anticipating a low of 110. So I missed it by a little bit. But I was anticipating that low from like that five to $700 area. I was anticipating the low to be 110. The low ended up being 150. So I don't want to miss it again by a few dollars. 
So anything under 2000 is, uh, for me, is good enough uh, to be the ultimate low. Uh, but even right now, if we look at the weekly chart, uh, if we, uh, we're still dropping here. Um, I still think we need to touch 3,200 or go just under it. Uh, yesterday's low was, where was yesterday's low? Yesterday's low was exactly 3,300. Wow. Uh, right on the dot, 3,300. Uh, we, we're bouncing up weak from 3,300. Um, I still think uh, next week there's going to be one more push down. Somewhere between 3,200 and 3,000 would be a decently timed buying opportunity. Um, however, however... If you look closely, you will see that 3,000 had been tested in the past. Actually, one of my best buying calls was on this day, on the day we hit 3,000, uh, like September 13th or something like that of last year. I don't remember. And uh, one of my best calls was to buy right at 3,000. And this time around, I don't think it's going to hold it. I still think we're go ultimately going lower. 3,000 is the triangle target. Uh, that once the triangle broke down, there was a 60% chance that we would fall all the way to 3,000, and we are almost there. I do believe we're going to hit it. So uh, the weekly chart is very bearish right now. You are only on a 4 of 9 and 8 of 13. So you still have five potential weeks of downside. They can be flat weeks. They can be horrendous weeks like this week. I have no idea and nobody does either. So, but what I can tell you is that the weekly chart looks very bearish. Uh, here's the daily chart. The daily chart does not look good either. Uh, I drew these arrows yesterday, uh, basically using sequential. We are on an aggressive 13, but that's not enough. We are on a 10 of 13 uh, sequential and six of nine on the setup phase. So I was looking for four more days of downside uh, as of yesterday. And I, I mean, I should have drawn these arrows earlier. I mean, once this triangle broke to the downside, once you had a two below a one, a three below a two, broke prior lows, had disaster written all over it. And um, that's why the moment we couldn't hold 4,100, I turned bearish on the market. And, um, and yeah, so uh, again, a little bit of a wick here today, but uh, I, I don't think that's enough uh, to change the course and still a bit bearish. Now, I can explain that daily wick to the upside using the 12-hour chart. So the 12-hour chart just gave you a 9, aggressive 13. So this 9 right here on a 12-hour chart is uh, slowing down the drop a little bit. I don't think it's going to be enough. I think the daily and the weekly chart will win out here. And I don't think they're going to like bounce it all the way up. So I am looking for maybe one day of upside. Uh, maybe today and tomorrow you get a little bit of a relief rally. But that should probably be it. And then it, it'll probably going to resume the downside target. You've broken prior lows, and that's very bearish. Um, I mean, you want to break prior lows 
I mean, this is how if for a tradable opportunity, let me do this here. For a tradable opportunity, you want to break prior lows this way, right? You see where you had a red two go below a red one and below prior lows. That is uh, a good bearish opportunity to trade. Also over here, clearly this was a descending triangle at the lows. If I grab another one, I'm not going to actually draw a triangle, but I, I like that's a descending triangle at the lows. I mean, it's not a perfect drop. Would have been nice. I mean, you did have a two go below a one, so it was good enough. Uh, but then right here, right, you're going below prior lows, but you're doing it on an eight candle. So that's a rough short trade. Uh, shorting at, you know, below 36 is uh, trickier and uh, a little bit trickier. This is the 12-hour chart. Uh, it's a little bit trickier, but uh, it did fall enough for you to capture on that trade. Uh, anytime you fall below prior lows, it's a bad sign and things usually accelerate. Um, so, yeah, so we don't need that one. All right. Uh, next, what do we got? The four-hour chart. So, on the four-hour chart, a bit of a bounce. I don't have my sequential. Doesn't seem to want to calculate. Here we go. And, uh, and the four-hour chart is at a seven of nine. Uh, it might be hard to get a nine. We got a drop here. But yeah, but right here, see so you're breaking prior lows with a red one or a red two. That's a beautiful shorting opportunity uh, right there once again. So, I mean, they're green lines here, but I'm going to make them red. So here's the prior low. Here's the yearly prior yearly low and your setup trend line. And that is a setup trend line support. So this is the bearish spot. When you had a red two, go below a red one, go below the setup trend line, go below prior lows. Uh, that's when that's a shorting opportunity on a four-hour chart. Right now, you just wait. You, you wait for it to, you know, rebound. The 12-hour was on a nine. Wait for it to come back to like 35, 36 then probably one more push down to the $3,000 area. And then I think we're going to, we should get a substantial bounce back to that $5,000 zone. And then maybe one more final push down to that $2,000 zone early next year. Uh, but we'll see, you know, we're going to, you know, this is why I look at it day by day. Here's the hourly chart. Uh, I'm not, I mean, I guess we can try and pull the sequential up. Same thing with the hourly chart. That's the red line. You know, you break prior lows and things accelerate. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Um, a lot of shorts, a lot of shorts get ready to get short squeezed. So keep an eye, be careful about that. Uh, nothing really we could do uh, other than uh, watch. Uh, I, I think the market is going to be a little bit bullish for the next 12 to 36 hours. And after that, I think we'll have one more push down. Uh, the GBTC premium uh that's that would be here um i'm gonna wait i'm gonna pick up some gbtc hopefully soon when uh when it gives me the right opportunity based on premium and based on the price of bitcoin so hopefully around three thousand uh ethereum 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 is down went down to 85 dollars still 84 dollars too high we'll, we'll just wait 
Uh, well, let's see what else we got here. S&P futures. Futures were doing okay uh, when I when I got up. And um, well, uh, let's see. Uh, the S&P can still salvage itself. This is like the last line of defense for the S&P. It's not looking good. Uh, it started off the day well, but it's Friday. People are scared going into the weekend. I think Monday is going to be the make or break day for the S&P 500. I know I keep delaying my decision on the bear market of the S&P 500, but it's just so, too critical here. This is now a double bottom. It bounced off of it again. If the S&P doesn't recover, if on Monday we don't get like some, if next week is not a massive buy week, uh, taking us all the way to 2,800, uh, the S&P could be in serious trouble for 2019, serious trouble. Uh, so we'll just keep an eye on that. Nope, didn't mean to pull that up. Uh, let's see, oil, uh, again, it's, uh, uh, oil is bouncing off of that doji. It's going to get a nine and then we will reevaluate. Again, I did that. Oh, yeah, it's something. Uh, here are our stocks. And I'm not going to go through the stocks today. It's going to, it's going to be all about Monday. You got an aggressive 13 on Tesla. So watch out with Tesla. Uh, I wouldn't be holding anything through the weekend. Anything can happen this weekend. Uh, the, the flipping, the, the fakening uh, has happened. It's hilarious. I find it very funny uh, that uh, Bitcoin SV was above Bitcoin Cash or Bcash. It's not, it shouldn't even be called Bcash anymore. It should now be called Ccash or Dcash. Uh, it's over, guys. Bo, it's, it's over. Uh, Tether might actually be at the top of the list eventually uh, if Bitcoin price keeps going down. Uh, but Tether was also liquidated and stuff because uh, Tether, they, they cashed a bunch of Tether out. So the market cap on Tether used to be a lot higher. Uh, all right. Uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, once again, uh, check out Unconfiscatable and uh you can still buy a ticket. It's fairly cheap now. The conference will go on. Uh, here are our speakers. We might get more. Uh, that's pretty much it, guys. I'm going to keep these short. Uh, I want to go to the conference. And uh, yeah, that's it. Let me turn the camera on. Uh, turn screen share off. And uh, still in Santiago, Chile. Uh, last day of the conference. Tomorrow is my last day here. And then I fly out to Aruba. So those that signed up for the Aruba, uh, workshop. See you all there. Bye, guys.